This is Alive with Joseph. So we're looking at expect a victory number two. Expect a victory part two. We establish that royalty is not a title given to you as a believer. The royalty is who you are as a believer. And I believe that God has called us royal priesthood not to get us excited, but for us to understand the impact of you becoming a believer. And I believe in my spirit that something amazing will happen to you in this season. And I can tell you the miraculous will happen in your life in the name of Jesus. Something incredible will happen for you in the name of Jesus. The book of Luke chapter 15, which has been our key scripture on this discussion. Let's go back to it, verse 22 to 23. I read, but the father said to his servant, bring forth the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. Now listen, uh, we established, we've been looking at the keys to victory. And we looked at the first one was the father gave him the best robe. I spoke extensively on that. I will not repeat myself again on that. Now the best robe the father gave to the, to the prodigal son was also a symbol of freedom. It was a sign to everyone that was present that day that his son has been fully restored to sonship. When the father gave him the best troop, he was making an announcement to everybody around him there that the boy has been fully restored to sonship. It means that the son has been forgiven and returned to his rightful place with the father. The best robe also is a sign that his shame has been covered by the father. It's also a sign that his shame has been covered by the father. Also understand that as a believer, your shame has been covered. You need to step out in boldness and in faith to begin to recover everything that redemption has handed over to you. You must understand that your assignment here on the planet earth is to dominate, is to take over and to recover over all without fail. That is to say, you must desire to walk in this level. You must desire to walk in this level. You must come to the place where you tell yourself, by the time Christmas comes, I will have recovered everything. I will have enjoyed unusual restoration. I will have recovered everything that was stolen from me. And I don't know who you are. Before this Christmas arrives, you will recover all in the name of Jesus. I didn't hear your loud as amen. You shall recover all in the name of Jesus. So the Holy Spirit will give you strategies on how to recover all that has been stolen from you. That is to say, friends, you must come to the place where you understand that recovery is your heavenly father's plan for your life. Understand that your recovery comes only in the proportion of your under, of you understanding your identity. Your recovery comes in the proportion of you understanding your identity. And you don't just understand your identity but you walk in the understanding of your identity and you must begin to understand as well that your identity is with Christ and Christ in you is the hope of all glory Christ in you he is the hope of all glory so your identity is with Christ and his finished works on the cross that is your identity so you must come to the place where the voice when the voice of doubt 
tells you that you cannot recover all you tell yourself that that is not me that is not me why because recovery is the father's agenda and plan for my life you tell yourself that I am part of a royal dynasty that you have come from a lineage of a succession of kings and that you are a royal priesthood you are a king here on the planet earth as a result you are entitled to recovery you are entitled to recovery and I pray for you tonight you will recover all in the name of Jesus I say you will recover all in the name of Jesus understand friends that as a king you live and rule by decree kings live and rule by decree now it's not just for you to recover all you must also begin to decree recovery in every other areas of life by faith you decree recovery for your family you decree recovery for your business you decree recovery for your finances you decree recovery for your career you must begin to decree recovery why because kings live and rule by decrees and you shall decree a thing the Bible says and it shall be established unto you you shall decree a thing when you decree a thing as a king it is established unto you give Jesus praise tonight so it's not your duty to try to understand how God will help you recover all all you have to do is decree a recovery by faith and watch it being established unto you are you ready to decree glory to God so the second thing the father gave to him was a ring in his finger number two ring in his finger Culturally, the ring was an emblem of authority. In the Jewish culture, the ring is an emblem of authority. It is a seal of sonship giving the son authority to transact business in his father's name. Friends, do you know that that is actually, that picture is a picture of the seal of the Holy Spirit upon a believer. It's a picture of the seal of the Holy Spirit upon a believer. That is to say, the ring is a seal, is a typology of the seal of the Holy Spirit upon the believer. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter chapter, chapter 1 verse 13 to 14, the TPT translation I read, and because of him, when you who are not Jews had the revelation of truth, you believed in the wonderful news of salvation. Now we have been stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. You have been stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. He is given to us like an engagement ring as the first installment of what's coming. He is our hope promise of a future inheritance which seals us until we have all of redemption's promises and experience complete freedom. All 
for the supreme glory and honor of God. Child of God, you have been stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. That is to say, that seal enables you to transact business here on behalf of God on the earth. It enables you to transact business on the behalf of God here on the planet and that is that seal is what authenticates you as a son and not a slave. The seal is what authenticates you as a son and not a slave. The same way the ring the father gave to the boy was an authentication that this boy is a son and he has the right to do business on the behalf of the father that in that territory that is how the seal of the Holy Spirit authenticates you. The Bible says it is the stamp of God on your destiny. The Holy Spirit is a stamp of God. The ring signifies authority. Authority simply means to take charge of your world. Listen to me very well, friends. God is in control, but he has put you in charge here on the planet Earth. That is, whatever you bind on the Earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you allow on the Earth, heaven will allow it. Why? God is in control, but he puts you in charge. The Bible says the heaven of heaven belongs to God, but the earth he has given to the sons of men. The seal is what shows that you are in charge here on the planet Earth. And Genesis 1:26 clearly tells us how you are in charge. God said, have dominion. In Genesis 2:19, to show that Adam was in charge, God brought all the animals for him to name them. And the Bible said, whatever Adam called them, that was their name from that very day. Listen, friends, whatever you call this year, that is what it will be for you. Whatever you call your family, that is what it will be for you. Whatever you call your business, that is what it will be for you. If you call yourself blessed, child of God, you are blessed. The devil cannot cancel it. If you call your business prosperous, it shall prosper irrespective of the challenges that will come against your business. Whatever Adam called it, that was what it became. Are you understanding me? God was watching and Adam was naming them. As Adam named them, angels felt like, how dare you call this one lion? He shouldn't be lion. God said, well, he's in charge of the earth. Whatever he has called it, that is what it should become. Listen, friends, if you say you have failed, that is what you will be. If you say you recover all, that is also what you will be. The power is in your hands. Come on, declare, I'm in charge. Declare, you say, I am in charge. Whatever Adam called, that was what it became. Whatever Adam called it, that was what it became. You know, when this whole pandemic started, I kept declaring, we will not bury any member of this church as a result of this pandemic. We will not. We will not. I kept declaring. I kept some members of this church, and I'm not talking about extended family members of members of this church. I'm talking about real members of this church. They have had worst case of the pandemic. There was actually a family, one of them is sitting here. Their whole family was at the verge of death. <laughs> but listen, a word has gone forth. Creation has taken note that a word has been declared that no member of a life church must.
of the buried as a result of COVID-19. Listen, if I didn't say anything, Satan would have collected lives. We had so many members, what I mean? So many members who were infected by the COVID-19. But listen to me and listen well. All of them came out healed, restored, and no side effects. I declare again, it's your season for recovery. I didn't hear your amen. It's your season for recovery. Your business will recover. Your family will recover. Your career will recover. Your finances shall be recovered. Your children are recovered. Your health is recovered. Give me three amen. Two, three. Give Jesus praise tonight. Give him praise tonight. Negotiating with Satan, I kept declaring, We will not bury members of this church as a result of COVID 19. And we're still declaring. I I will say, It will come, but it will go. So, whatever Adam, whatever Adam called the animals. You don't have animals to call. You have business to call. <laughs> For Adam, it was animals. For you, it's your business. For you, it's your career. For you, it's your marital destiny. For you, it's your children. For you, it's your health. Whatever you call it, that is what it will become. So creation is waiting for you to call it. Give Jesus praise tonight. Bible said that was what they, what Adam called their name. That was what they became. Why? Because God was mentoring Adam on how to take charge. It was a mentoring program that God took Adam into to show him how to take charge. Child of God, it is time you take charge. It is time you take charge of that family. It is time you take charge of that business. It is time you take charge of that office. It is time you take charge and stop letting things around you do as they wish stop letting the devil dictate the happenings around you it is time you take charge whatever Adam called them God did not dispute with him that was what they became whatever Adam called them the ring in his finger was to tell him, son, stop running from home. Stop running from Satan. You have authority. Stop running from what you have been giving charge over. Stop running from adversity. I don't know who you are. I came to tell you tonight, stop running. Look at your neighbor, tell them, stop running. Look at them again, tell them with every sense of responsibility, stop running. Stop running. Stop running from battles. Take charge. Take charge. Stop running. Child of God, take charge. What makes you a winner is the battles you fight. You, don't, you are not crowned a winner without a battle. There must of necessity be a battle for you to be crowned a winner. You cannot just wake up, you know, let's say for example, the boxing match. You just wake up one day and you just say, I am the world heavyweight champion on our boxing even your family members will look at you and laugh they will check out what you have smoked or what you drank and you go and print some some belt for yourself and you say WBC heavyweight champion of the world 
see, nobody will answer you. Because I won't say they will arrest you, they, will, they won't even answer you. Your family members won't even answer you. But you see, the gypsy king, when he, when he dealt with Deontay or whatever they call his name, he became, listen, what gave him to be the unified WBC heavyweight champion is because he be defeated somebody. And everybody on the planet Earth, when you are looking for the unified WBC champion of the world, you're, you don't have any choice but to call the gypsy king and say, he is is the champion of the world undisputed so friends the battles you fight is what crowns you a champion the battles you fight that is why the bible tells us we wrestle not against flesh and blood why because there must of necessity be a wrestling if you're not wrestling then you're not on this planet earth listen this earth is not for sissies this earth is for men and women that will arise in the midst of the wrestling and come out victorious the good news about your own is jesus has already won the victory for you yours is to enforce the victory that the cross has given to you give jesus praise tonight Stop running. Stop wishing that things will get easier. It won't get easier, but you must get tougher. You must get tougher. My dad used to tell me, my late father, that when birds begin to learn how to fly without perching, hunters must learn how to shoot without aiming. You must understand that God brought you to this earth to take charge. You don't take charge by negotiation. Kingdoms are not surrendered. Kingdoms are taking over. You take over that business territory. You take over that office. You take over that environment because nobody will give it to you if you do not put a demand on it. Come on, say I'm in charge. Declare it again one more time. I'm in charge. Long time ago, in a Jewish or in the tradition of the earth, presenting a ring to someone was a sign of great affection and also a symbol of being placed in an office of authority. Among the rich then, it was a sign of wealth and dignity. Pharaoh removed his signet, his signet ring, and he placed it on Joseph's hand when he was installing him into the office in Egypt. Genesis 41 verse 2, you verse 42. In the book of Esther, the king took off his ring, which was a royal signet, by which the decree of government were signed, and he gave it to Mordecai, Esther 8 verse 2. Please, as I call those scriptures, put them on the screen for us. Esther 8 verse 2. Now, the ring showed Pharaoh's affection for Joseph. And the kings, the, the ring also gave him to Mordecai. It showed the affection of the king for Mordecai. And he transferred to them all the power and authority necessary for promotion or for the promotion that he has received. One was a governor who was Joseph and the other or rather one was a governor who was Mordecai the other was a prime minister but they all signified the same thing affection 
authority. The Bible said that Pharaoh said to Joseph, it's only when it comes to sitting down, I am higher than you. Every decision that will be made in Egypt, it will come from you. And that was why he gave him the ring. The same thing with the king in the book of Esther. Listen, friends, when his father placed the ring on the hand of the prodigal son, it was the evidence of the great affection the father has towards him. Oh, what manner of love that the father has towards you and I as believers. What manner of love that God gave his only son up so that you and I can be the beloved of his heart. It was a great affection. It was also an announcement. Listen, friends, it was also the transfer of inheritance which will ordinary should have gone to the firstborn. Child of God, do you know that a ring has been placed on your hand representing the riches you have in Christ Jesus? A ring has been placed. Authority, you have been given authority in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You have been installed into an office as a king and a priest. You are not ordinary on this earth. Listen, God took time to make sure that everything you would require to take charge here on the earth was given to you. That is why he gave you the Holy Spirit, which is the ring of God as a seal over your destiny. Are you understanding me tonight? The ring is also a symbol of purpose. The ring is the granting of authority to a person. Whoever has such a ring has the power of attorney for his master. He has authority. He has the master's authority to make decisions and to help the master govern his kingdom. Child of God, you have been given the power of attorney by your heavenly father. You have been given the power to govern this planet earth on his behalf. That is to say, you are to make decisions on behalf of God. You are to make decisions on behalf of God. Ezekiel 37, God came to Ezekiel as a son of man. Can these bones live? Ezekiel shifted the responsibility to God. Lord, thou knowest. God said, Ezekiel, what are you doing? Open your mouth and prophesy. I've given the earth over to your hands. And the Bible said, Ezekiel prophesied as he was commanded, not God. Ezekiel prophesied, not God, child of God. If you do not prophesy to that dry business, it will not come back to life. If you do not prophesy to that dry family, they will not come back to life. You must prophesy. And when he began to prophesy, why? The planet Earth has received a commandment to obey the voice of man. Listen, let me repeat. You didn't even hear me. The earth has received an instruction to obey the voice of man, not God. That is why if God wants to say anything to the earth, he must of necessity look for a voice. Or earth, the earth will not listen to him. So God wanted the 
bones to live. But he knew that there was no way he can overrule the laws he has made. So he said, Ezekiel, stop wasting my time. Open your mouth and prophesy. And as Ezekiel lifted his voice, bones began to come together, bone to bone. They began to look for each other. The Bible said, he said to him, prophesy to the wind. The wind brought the flesh, brought the sinews, brought everything together. And it became a great army. If Ezekiel didn't prophesy, a great army would have been left lying dead. Child of God, that business is a great business. You must speak to it to come to life. That career is a great career. That family is a great family. Until you speak it, you will not see manifestation. Child of God, prophesy! Prophesying is not for prophets. It's for the believer. And Ezekiel spoke. Bones began to come together. Bones began to come together. That was why God had to allow Jesus come as a man. Jesus did miracle on the earth as a man. Even though he would say to us, I only do what I see my father do. That is to say, everything that Jesus did was what God wanted to do. But God couldn't do them until Jesus had to come in the flesh. If you say nothing, you get nothing. Listen, cry if you after crying. I say this all the time. When you finish crying, wipe your tears, open your mouth, and say something. It's okay to cry. Listen, I know we love crying in this country. It's okay to cry. We are a crying nation. After crying, cry very well. Cry until your eyes are popping out. After crying, wipe your tears. Now, open your mouth and say something. Because if you don't say anything, your tears will be a waste. Why? The earth does not respond to tears. The earth responds to words. When you lift your voice and speak to the earth, the earth has received a commandment that when humanity speaks to it, it must obey. Be it a demonic person or a godly person, whoever speaks. Come on, declare I have the power of attorney to transact business on this earth. On behalf of God, if you believe it, give Jesus praise tonight. And the most potent vehicle for expressing your spiritual authority is prayer. The book of Mark 11, 24, Jesus said, whatever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive, you shall have them. I prophesy over you tonight, as your amen comes like thunder, receive your testimonies in the name of Jesus. Receive your victory in the name of Jesus. Receive your recovery in the name of Jesus. Receive your favor in the name of Jesus. Receive your next level in the name of Jesus. Receive your breakthrough in the name of Jesus. In the book of Matthew chapter 18 verse 18, Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth is losing. That is to say, whatever you allow, God will allow. 
Whatever you do not allow, God will not allow. Genesis 15, God said, Israel will be in Egypt for 400 years. Follow very carefully. Follow carefully. In the book of Exodus 12, verse 40, it revealed to us that they stayed in Egypt longer than they were supposed to stay in Egypt. They stayed 430 years. 430 years. Was God a liar? No. He wasn't. He did not lie to them. They stayed extra 30 years. Why? They allowed it. I believe at the 400 year when they were supposed to come out they were not enjoying onions and cucumber. Is that that's what they said they were enjoying? Remember when they said Moses, shall we go back and enjoy onions? So <laughs> I'm not making it up. <laughs> I wonder how onions and cucumber is an enjoyment. But well, when we get to heaven, we'll question that generation. Now they were when they got to 400 years, they were enjoying onions and cucumber, and they felt well, we, there is no need for us to leave. They continued. Time lapse. Listen, friends, the danger is this. Every time you have expired a level, the enemy system to keep you is to make you feel comfortable and bring things that looks like the real thing and yet is not the real thing. They had expired that level. They were supposed to leave. But at that point, they were comfortable. So they felt like, well, let's remain here. Sometimes you have expired a level in that office. You have expired a level in that business. But it looks like the profit margin has just gone up a little bit. So you felt, well, there's no need to pray some more. Let's leave it. And they stayed. By the 425 years, torment started. They increased the affliction. Why? When you expire in level, the coming years, after you have expired, it will be painful years. And the Bible said, and they lifted their voice and cried out in pain. God, now we are tired. God said, are you sure? They said, we are tired. God had to interrupt Moses' program. God had to go look for Moses, interrupted his program. Because, listen, Moses had abandoned them. They are deliverer. I believe they were supposed to come out when Moses was 40 years old. Yes, God met a, an 80 years old man. Come, the guys you're supposed to bring out. When Moses wanted to bring them out, remember, they even fought him. They reported him to Pharaoh. I said, You see this guy, he's killing, he's killing your people. This guy, he's killing your people. And their deliverer. May your deliverer not run, no. You didn't hear me. May your helper of destiny not run. 
may you not chase your helper of destiny away in the name of Jesus Christ for 30 years they stayed extra 30 years so this day friends understand that if you allow it heaven will allow it but I came tonight as your kinsman redeemer everything you have allowed that has caused you pain I join my faith with your faith tonight I disallow it in the name of Jesus I disallow that pain in the name of Jesus I disallow that poverty in the name of Jesus I disallow that sickness in the name of Jesus that level that you are in and you have expired that level I prophesy tonight as your king's man redeemer I disallow that level for you in the name of Jesus come out of it in the name of Jesus I say come out in the name of Jesus right now I declare whatever you have allowed in your family I disallow it in the name of Jesus let me hear your amen like a believer give Jesus praise tonight I disallow you from falling apart I say I disallow you from falling apart I disallow you from falling apart I disallow mental breakdown for you I disallow depression for you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ Today, I came to announce your career will not come to an end. I say your career will not come to an end. I don't know what is going on with your business, but today I disallow your business from shutting down in the name of Jesus. I disallow your career from coming to an end in the name of Jesus. The God you serve is a mighty God. I declare tonight your business will blossom in the name of Jesus. Your God is a living God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the God who created the heavens and the earth. Therefore, I pray for you. Arise and enter your next level in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Decrease in the name of Jesus Christ. Every negative happenings around me, I disallow them. Decrease, I disallow them. Turn it into prayer right now. Every negative happenings around me, I disallow them. Every negative happenings in my family, I disallow them. Every negative happenings in my business, I disallow them. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Give Jesus praise tonight. Oh, Satan thought he would keep your life the same way it is right now. But I came to tell you, it will not be allowed in the name of Jesus. Whatever Satan thinks he will sustain in your life, I disallow it in the name of Jesus. I said disallow it in the name of Jesus. This year you shall recover all. I said you shall be restored again. Receive your recovery. Be restored again. Recover all in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ when they discover that they are stayed in the bondage longer than necessary the Bible said in Exodus chapter 2 verse 23 they cried to the Lord in Exodus 3 verse 7 God said I have seen the affliction of my people and I've heard your cry oh you've been crying I came to tell you God has heard your cry I say he has heard your cry if they didn't cry out in prayers their affliction will have been sustained 
They cried out in prayers and their affliction came to an end. And in verse 8 of the same book of Exodus, verse 8 of Exodus chapter 3, and God said, for this reason, I've come down to deliver them out of the hand of their captors. And God said to them again, in that same verse 8, that he was bringing them up of, he was bringing them up out of that land unto a good land, a large land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Four things, good land, large land, it flows with milk and honey. Good land, large land, milk and honey. Stretch your hands towards me. I pray for every one of you tonight. By the time this service is over, enter your good land in the name of Jesus. Enter your large land in the name of Jesus. Enter your land that flows with milk and honey in the name of Jesus. Let me hear your amen like thunder. Hallelujah. Give Jesus praise tonight. This morning, this evening rather. Listen friends, the next couple of months entering into 2022, be very vigilant because these four things will begin to happen for you. Good land, large land, milk and honey land. Good land, large land, milk and honey land. And the final thing he gave as we pray was the shoes on his feet. Number three, shoes on his feet. The shoes on his feet speaks of two things. It speaks of destiny and speed. It speaks of destiny and speed. Listen very carefully to what I'm about to say. In those days, slaves were barefooted. Slaves were barefooted. That is, to know a slave from a son, you just needed to look at their feet. That was how to differentiate between a slave and a son in those days. That was how when he arrived, he wanted to assume the position of a slave. The father quickly refused. The father gave him shoes immediately because... The only way to differentiate a son and a slave those days was just to look at their feet. Slaves were not allowed to wear shoes. They were barefooted. Sons wear shoes, slaves are barefooted. That is, you cannot recover with a slave mentality. You need the mindset of sonship for you to be able to recover all. And that explains why the Bible talks about in our weapons of warfare, he said he has given us the shoe of the preparation of the gospel of peace. Do you know why? God is announcing to you that you're not a slave. You are a son. You know, I always ask myself, why the shoe of the preparation of the gospel of peace? And as I prepared, the Lord said to me, it's because of destiny and speed. Secondly, is to show to you as a believer, you are not a slave, you are a son. And one of the tragedies you find at the cemetery is, 
what you see is you will discover at the cemetery you will see graves or you will see destinies that have been swallowed up by graves you will see the grave have swallowed up unfinished destinies and the reason the grave have swallowed up so many destinies is because many people don't have enough speed so they die before they finish because of speed there are many people who ought to have finished but they are still running why because of the lack of speed how many of you know the comrades marathon there are those who finish within the stipulated time and there are those who don't finish they still finish but when they finish the marathon is finished they don't even get a medal because there is a stipulated time for you to arrive so even though they can wear the congress marathon shirt they do not have a medal why they didn't finish within the stipulated time though they finished so one thing you find in the grave is unfinished destinies because of lack of speed there are people here in this service you've started a project and you know it was God who asked you to start it years have gone by you are yet to see the completion of that project why because there is not enough speed but I came tonight to declare receive speed in the name of Jesus receive speed in the name of Jesus you will finish that project in record time in the name of Jesus listen for example if you travel to Johannesburg from Polokwani with a mini bus taxi and another person travels with a Maserati you will all arrive but not the same time thank you you travel with this machine and another travels with this machine you are all guaranteed to arrive but one thing I can assure you by the time you arrive with a minibus taxi the person the man or woman in the Maserati have done so many things they've done so many things by the time you arrive you arrive broken I can guarantee you will not be able to do anything else you are distorted you if cares not that you will even have a memory loss on the things you went to go back to do but the one who is here will have done so many things there are many in destiny they arrive but they can no longer do anything remember in the book of Joshua God came to them and said you are now old and stricken in age and yet there are so many more lands you are supposed to take over even though you have arrived in Canaan there are many more lands
too old, you can't even do anything. Speed. So sometimes arrival is actually not the thing you should pursue. Are you arriving at the record time? Are you arriving so that you can do other things that you ought to do? Or are you arriving and by the time you arrive, the strength you require to do those things, you can no longer do them. Speed. I don't know who you are. Tonight I came to tell you, God will give you speed in the name of Jesus. By the anointing and the grace of God on this house, by the regalia of heaven's call on my destiny, I prophesy, receive speed in the name of Jesus. I said receive speed in the name of Jesus. Receive speed in the name of Jesus. Let me hear your amen like thunder. Give Jesus praise tonight. There are certain level you ought to come at a certain age. Listen, if you are a millionaire at the age of 30, 40, and you are a millionaire at the age of 80, 90, it will not be the same. Oh, it won't. There is something a 30 years old man will enjoy that an 80 years old man, listen, no matter how he tries to be a young man, he, the truth will remain. He's an 80 years old retired man. They both are millionaires, but there's a difference. Why? Time. The 80 years old man arrived at his millionaireship status late. But the 30 years old boy arrived at his millionaireship status early. Difference. Elon Musk, billionaire. Warren Buffett, billionaire. Elon um, Mark Zuckerberg, billionaire. What's his name now? Um, the owner of Microsoft. Bill Gates, billionaire. But there's a difference. They are all billionaires, but these other guys are still billionaires in their late thirties. And these other guys are billionaires in their retired age. There are things that ought to happen for you that has delayed. I came tonight to announce speed over your destiny. I prophesy, receive speed in the name of Jesus. Receive speed in the name of Jesus. Receive speed in the name of Jesus. Listen, when a man gives birth to a child, when he's already 60 years, and a man gives birth to a child in his 20s, they're not the same. They are not the same. So there are things you need to start putting a demand on. It must happen for me early. It must happen early. It has to happen on time. On time blessing. On time miracle. On time increase. Therefore, I declare again, receive speed in the name of Jesus. 
God will give a life church speed in the name of Jesus. Oh, I say God will give a life church speed in the name of Jesus. There are things you have struggled with. I declare over you tonight, it will come quicker and faster than you thought in the name of Jesus. Oh, they told you it's impossible. I came tonight to declare, step into it in the name of Jesus. Receive speed in the name of Jesus. I forbid the grave from swallowing your destiny in the name of Jesus. The grave will not swallow your dream in the name of Jesus. The grave will not swallow your future in the name of Jesus. The grave will not swallow your transition in the name of Jesus. I forbid the grave from swallowing your life in the name of Jesus. When the father ordered shoes to be brought out and put on the prodigal son's feet. And he said for the third time and final time that the prodigal son, when he gave that, now the third time, remember the rope first, the ring second, the shoes, the third time. And that was the final time he said that the prodigal son was not to be treated as a servant, but as a son with all entitlements. In giving him that shoe, the father was making the declaration to his returned son. You are not a servant in this house. Child of God, you are not a servant. I say you are not a slave. You are not a visitor to your father's house. He was saying to him, this is where you belong as a son. You don't belong as a son, you are a heir. Child of God, you are not a slave, I repeat. I say you are a son in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Listen, while you're still here, some of you right now, heaven is orchestrating your miracle. As you leave this place, you will receive that phone call. You will receive that message. I didn't hear your leaving, amen. You will receive that phone call. You will receive that message. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. As you are seated here right now, God is arranging things on your behalf. God is putting things together on your behalf. I declare right now, receive speed in the name of Jesus. I say receive speed in the name of Jesus. Oh, there are some of you listening to me. It has been a slow pace for you. It has been a slow pace. It has been a slow pace. But I came tonight to declare, receive speed in the name of Jesus. Receive speed in the name of Jesus. Receive speed in the name of Jesus. I say receive speed in the name of Jesus. It has been slow for you. Slow for your business. Slow for your career. There are things that ought to happen that have not yet happened. Tonight, I came to encourage you to step out in faith and command a recovery in the name of Jesus. I see you recover a thousand times more in the name of Jesus. Recover hundredfold in the name of Jesus. Recover in the name of Jesus. Recover in the name of Jesus. Shout, I recover all three times. Two, three. Give Jesus praise tonight. Give him praise tonight. Give him praise. Rise on your feet and give him praise. Thank you so much for listening. We believe you were blessed by the word. 
For more, please visit our website, www.alivewithjoseph.com, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, Alive with Joseph Ngogocha. Till next time, God bless.